You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hello, everyone. I'm Anthony Kastrovitz. I am joined by Jordan Bastian, and we are coming to you live on tape from the Progressive Field Media you know, Dining Room, a very popular place to record podcasts. You know, it's not tape anymore. You're showing your age. We're calling this tape. Uh, MP4. This is an MP4. Yeah. I know that. Um, okay, so we are here, JB. It's opening day, and it's not, because they actually just <laughs> postponed opening day. And uh, so this podcast, uh, by the time people listen to it, uh, hopefully the opener will actually have been played. Right. Somebody who want to know. And so we're going to postpone... Posting this podcast. That's usually what happens, right? Right. Postponed podcast. Uh, Yeah. But that doesn't mean we can't talk about the season uh, at large, no matter what happens uh, in day one exactly. And uh, we're going to do a little over-under action. That's the theme this week. So, we got ten of them here, JB. All right. To roll through. Let's talk some over-unders. First of all, I'm going to start with... Marlon Bird. Marlon Bird makes the opening day roster, the veteran 38-year-old mm-hmm. power producer. Um, last year, how many home runs for Marlon Bird last year? Over 20, I believe. Right? A 28? I don't maybe? know if it was that high. I don't know. This is the kind of thing you should this know is, when you read yeah. our podcast, but whatever. You, could, you people at home could look that up. Anyway, I'm going to set it low because he's got a low-profile role here in this club. I'm going right. to set it at 15 home runs. What do you got for Marlon Bird? You know, I mean, that's almost a push. It's hard to say. If I had to take over or under, I'd probably go under just because, sort of as you mentioned, his role is going to evolve. We're going to kind of see how he fits into the mix here when Chisholm Hall comes back, how this is going to work. Um, but right now I see him mainly as a versus left-handed bat. I think he'll get playing time against right-handers. Um, you know, maybe we'll see how Napoli develops uh, as an everyday guy. You know, maybe... Bird could take some DH at bats as a right-handed hitter. Santana could move to first. I think there's a lot of moving parts early on. So until I kind of can see how Bird fits into things, I think you got kind of got to take the under. Okay. Yeah, I would lean towards the under just because it is such an unknown. Uh, and, and the age on top of that. Age and the role. Uh, Mike Napoli, we mm-hmm. know his role. He is the first baseman. However, he has not had a 20-homer season since 2013 with the Red Sox. Of course, that year turned out pretty well for him and for them. Uh, had a little surge late last season. What do you expect, Mike Napoli? I'm setting it at 20 home runs. I'm going to put it at over, um, and mainly it's it's both role and health um, is what I'm taking into account there. You know, They look at him right now as an everyday guy, so you can anticipate, I think, in the first half of the season, uh, at least he's going to be the everyday first baseman versus lefties versus righties. And I also think he's another year removed from that very invasive surgery um, to help his sleep apnea issues. I think he went through a very unorthodox offseason two winters ago. You know, couldn't really train, uh, lost a lot of weight. And I think that probably took more of a toll on him than people really put credit in You know, when they look at his season last year. Yeah, I can't even imagine what, as an everyday life guy, going through that sort of thing, not to mention being out there as an athlete, being asked to perform. So I think being a year further removed from that and also another year removed from the hip issues, another year of being a first baseman, you know, I just think, um, you know, and given the role they're giving him, I think he could he could top 20. All right. Um, Tyler Naquin, obviously a big story out of Tribe Camp. The rookie makes the club. And 
again, this outfield is so in flux, it's hard yeah. to know. So I'm going to say 100 games over or under for Tyler Naquin. 100 games in the big leagues this year. Out of the shoot, I'll go under um, because he's being used not strictly as a part-time guy, but he probably won't see a lot of tough lefties. You won't see him in the lineup against David Price on opening day uh, whenever the Indians play that. <laughs> And you know, the rumored I, opening day. Also, I just think Terry Francona is going to try and ease him in, and then there's also the chance that hey, if he runs into some struggles, you know, they won't hesitate to send him down to AAA. Um, he really earned a spot this spring, but playing in Cleveland in April is a whole different animal than Arizona in March. So I'm going to take the under right now. Yeah, I would I would probably lean towards the under as well, and that's no knock on Naquin. I think it's just right. a, a credit to the very uh, flexible nature of this outfield in general. Uh, part of that, obviously, revolves around Michael Brantley and the shoulder surgery. And so everybody talks about it, you know, surgery on the lead shoulder, how that can I- impact you, especially from a power perspective. Last year, Mr. Brantley played through some things as well. He had a 480 slugging percentage, so I'm going to set it right there. 480 slugging percentage over or under post-surgery. I'm going to take the under. I yeah. think even if he gets out hot... I think we just can't predict what he's going to look like come August and September. I think there will be some adjustment period for him with that shoulder, and if that means he gets a few more doubles and a couple less home runs, maybe a few more singles, I I just think the slugging will take a little bit of a hit. Uh, I think the on-base and the batting average might be right in line, but I could see the slugging taking a hit because of the nature of that injury. Yeah, I would I would lean towards the under there as well. Uh, Carlos Santana, obviously uh, a favorite of the fan base. You know, yeah, not so much. Uh, but <laughs> two fifty batting average for Mr. Santana. He was what two thirty two last season. Two thirty one in each of the last two years, and because fans just love to focus on his batting average. <laughs> hey, I'm going to take the under on that as well. Uh, again, I think once upon a time, Manny Acta said this would be a three hundred hitter. I think he has shown repeatedly that that's not what he is. He's a 230 hitter. I think the average will once again be between 230 and 249. Yeah. And uh, but he's still going to hit for power. He's still going to get on base. And I think maybe the power numbers increase a little this year. Uh, I don't know. He says that back bothered him last year. And I also think just having Napoli in the cleanup spot maybe take a little pressure off Santana. So I think the power numbers could be better than last year. You don't want to see him with a sub-400 slugging again. Uh, but the abandoned average, I would take the under. He's a big X factor for them. Uh, obviously, and moving to the DH role is going to be interesting. Uh, all right, pitching staff. We know this is the strength of this club. Let's focus on a few guys in the rotation here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corey Kluber. Now, last season, Mr. Kluber had a 3.49 ERA, but... He had a 2.97 FIP. Look at you with your fancy stats. (laughs) Fielding independent pitching. That's what his ERA should have been, basically, uh, if you assume uh, proper defense and whatnot, which now they have. So a 3 ERA over or under for the Klubot. I will be optimistic and take under, and there's a couple reasons. One is the uh, improved defense. So he's going to have a much better defense behind him this year uh, right out of the gates. And then also, the run support can't be as bad as it was last year. And there were times where he stayed on the mound for a couple extra batters or an extra inning while he was losing one to nothing or 2 to one to try and, you know, just help the team and stay out there. And then he'd give up another run or two, and that hurt his ERA. I think a lot of times people forget about that. So 349, yeah, his ERA jumped from his Cy Young season. 
Um, it's fair to criticize that, but I think there were a lot of elements in play there. So I, I'll be optimistic. I will say he finishes with a sub-3 ERA. Okay, so now when you're listening to this and you know that Kluber gave up eight runs on opening day, you know he got uh, ML Bastion. That's right, said. ML yeah. Bastion. <laughs> uh, Carlos Carrasco, he threw 183 and two-thirds mm-hmm. innings last season. Will he cross the 200-inning threshold in I, I think the Indians sure hope so, and I'll say I'll say yes. I think uh, he's been building towards that. He had a little bit of an injury issue down the stretch last year that that cost him a little bit of a t- little bit of time, but he's healthy. He looks strong. He's a big dude. He can haul 200 innings. I think he's going to do it this year. I think so too. Uh, Cody Anderson is in the rotation out to shoot. Trevor Bauer is not. So these two guys will focus on them here. Cody Anderson, first of all, uh, had seven wins last year. Had a solid uh, rookie season. Came in strong. Won a job in the rotation. Uh, Ten wins. I know the wins aren't the be all and end all, but Help me out here. Ten wins, over or under? Over, sure. Why not? Okay. Uh, I mean, he's going to be in the rotation for the start of the season. Um, you know, I think they, the improvement he showed both physically and stuff-wise this spring was very eye-opening. I, I've told people to me from watching all of the pitchers, aside from Kluber, he impressed me the most just in terms of, you know, uh, his, I guess, just jump in performance from last year to now. So I'll take over ten. All right, yeah, he's a he's definitely a breakout candidate, I would say, um, based on last year's sample and, and the improvement in his stuff uh, and physique. Trevor Bauer, meanwhile, starts the season out in the bullpen. Mm-hmm. So, will Trevor Bauer make 20 starts at some point over the course of this season? Will he make 20 starts over or under? Uh, I mean, that's another one that I would, it's almost a push. I, I would almost set it right around 20 from my expectation, maybe a little over. Uh, I just think that, Tomlin makes a ton of sense out of the gates as the fifth starter, uh, but his home run rate, you know, is worrisome. Um, I don't know how much you want to put it in the stock, just that, I think, 10 start sample size last year. So I think he earned the right being a veteran to start in that role. He also, as a swing guy with all the off days, makes a lot of sense because he has experience doing that. But I don't think we've seen the end of Trevor Bauer as a starter. That said, I think he could be in a, an elite reliever if he really embraces that role. His velocity would play up. He could narrow his pitches and could log multi-innings and could really be a weapon. I, I'm almost reminded of Masterson down the stretch in 2013 when he wasn't stretched out, You know just how valuable he was as sort of this hybrid reliever down there. I think Bauer has that type of potential. I think you know a guy who's been looking for ways to have fun in baseball, you know, <laughs> ramping it up with the radar gun and and, and kind of blowing people away in a, over a couple innings could be a lot of fun down there. He could really embrace that role, but I don't I don't think we've seen the end of it as a starter, so I would take a, a slight over on the 20 starts. Okay. Now, the big question, the last question. Win total. Uh, last year, the Houston Astros won the second wild card spot in the American mm-hmm. League with 86 wins. Indians won 81 games last year. Uh, I'm going to set the over-under at 85. Do the Indians win more, less, the same? What do you think? Well, I have them as a wild-card team uh, in my predictions. You know, based on the strength of the pitching staff, I think if we're going to, as a a media whole, show as much love as we are towards the New York Mets, I kind of feel like the Indians got to be treated similarly. They have a very similar rotation and kind of similar questions throughout the offense. So um, I'm going to take the over because I have them as a wild card team, and I think it's mainly because of the strength of that rotation. All right. 
Well, I'm going under because I'm a pessimistic wah, wah, wah. jerk. Yes. <laughs> no, I just, uh, you know, too many questions in the offense for me, but um, certainly there's the potential to, basically there's a potential to win series with this club because mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the way the rotation lines up. Um, I do like Cody Anderson, as I said, as a, as a potential breakthrough slash breakout guy. I just have uh, concerns about the offense until I see otherwise. I feel so. it's the same throughout the entire American League Central. I feel like yeah. each one of these teams could finish first or they could finish well, last. And to your, to your point, as uh, Terry Francona would say, um, that's, that's one thing, though, that, that could drive down win totals in this division. Uh, it, is, it is pretty deep, but it's... It's kind of hard to predict. Uh, We shall see. But for now, that's Jordan Bastion. I'm Anthony Cashman. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, one of these days, they'll get this opener in, right? That's right. I hope so. Hopefully, they will play the game by the time you are listening to us. And they'll be on their way to their either, uh, I say, sub-85 win total. Okay. 88. (laughs) Thanks for listening. This has been MLB.com Extras, Cleveland Indians edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.